It's episode eight of the Illich Vidiots podcast. I am James Mullins, and opposite me is Graham Smith. I quite like that one. Yeah. The, the, your, your interest on eight days a week was good, although I feel like each week they get longer. And each week we run the risk of getting copyrighted <laughs> yeah, more. more and more. There's nothing worse than trying to put on the Beatles. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're, we're kind of we're not we're not monetized, so no, we're not. So technically, you know, it's just free advertising for them at the moment. Would we get copyrighted if we had a Patreon? M- maybe. Yeah. I d- I don't know. I've I did. Neither of us went into this for money, so no. I don't. We've not not like, for no the short research. term anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Yeah, so no, which kidding. which number episode is it? Episode eight. All right. Welcome to episode eight. Uh, right. Okay. We'll, we'll start. <laughs> we'll st- right. Sorry, it was more. It was more. Why were you slightly American? All oh, right. At the start, I tend to go more American when I can't think of what to say. Oh, okay. Like right now, baby, buying time for the next thought or something. Okay. I'm saying. Right. Well, I've I've got a thought because you going American for no reason has reminded me of um, I I once used to live in a house that had very, very thin walls with the neighbours. Mm-hmm. And uh, the neighbour used to have a frequent visitor. Oh, yeah. And, and and you could hear when this visitor was... Howdly-doodly! <laughs> yeah. Is it like that? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of... Okay. When, when, okay, when, when she was uh, enjoying the diddly with, oh, this, with this guest. Okay. And you, so you can hear it. <laughs> now... We could also hear this 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 guy when he was talking very loudly, and he was the most British guy ever. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you weren't quite sure where I was going with this first, were no, you? No, no, not at first. I thought you were just saying, like, oh, this American guy came over, and that's how he'd refer to consummating his life. No, no, no. He was 100%. Would you like the diddly? <laughs> he was, like, 100%. I'm in the mood. 100% British. Okay. Um, but... And he was quite like London Cockney British, mm-hmm. but you could tell he watched too much porn. I see where you're going. Yeah, because as he got closer to finishing his happy ah. fun time, mm. he got more American. Yeah, like it just this American accent came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you just come in and go like, you know, like, yeah, we've had such a lovely. No, no, actually, no, it's Cockney. Mm. I've had a lovely evening, few chins on, no lobby and coast. You want to go upstairs, love? We can have a real nice time. Oh my god! Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Well, sure. So uh, there you go. That. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny you were talking about neighbours recently. I've uh, I've been having this thing at the moment. So first off, I wanted to say um, I'm going to give you a thank you. Oh, why? What did I do now? Um, I'm going to say it. Uh, this week has been a difficult week for a lot of people, but for myself as well a little bit. It's just been a bit... Oh. It, again, it just feels like uh, there's a lot of like people around me who are like really sort of like, you know, 
low on mood at the moment. And it feels like because everything's opening up and plans are being made and it's all a little bit like, fucking hell, like all this kind of stuff. And considering that we did an, a Euro special last week and you don't like football, you single-handedly edited a podcast whilst listening back to something that has a subject that you don't enjoy. And I, yeah, I, I want to thank you for that, to be honest. Because oh. it's been like, I don't know, I just, I just haven't, I don't know. It's been a bit overwhelming recently. Like, I've just been, uh, it's like everything's opening up. Like, at the moment, like, obviously the bands, my band's coming back. We're just, you know, jamming, like, midweek and trying to get practice for this festival that's going to start in July. Um, you know, obviously we're just sort of doing the podcast. The job's been, like, you know, doing, oh, it's just been mentally knackering. And also, I've been, um, I am part of a football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, can I, can I, I'll just interrupt what? Thank you for the thank you. That was that was actually very sincere of you and nice. Which it was. was a shock to me. But yeah. And I think right. it makes you uncomfortable as well, which I kind of uh, kind of yeah, I don't like praise. I don't do well with praise, so mm. you know. That's I'd kinda why I wanted to do a it. terrible dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but no I mean the a shit Fido. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I I assumed you were heavily invested in the football tournament that is going on at the moment. And this is, what, once every couple of years. So I felt like I didn't need to uh, to a- attack you too much about about trying to get this uh, podcast done. There, yeah. was eno- there was enough there for me to mess around with. No, no, it's fair. But it, it wasn't necessarily just the Euros. It was just, I mean, at the moment, I'm part of a football team. Some of these uh, ex-Euro 11s from my school. Um they're aptly named the class of 22 and uh, planning to make a, a YouTube channel. And we're going to, like, basically put them into a league and see what they're all made of. They're a brilliant bunch of lads. But I'm assistant coach. I'm an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. basically, when the manager goes, go on, boys, I'm like, yeah. That's so, my role. So you, in reference to the last week's episode, you're the guy that has to say... Go on, my son. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's your job. That's my job. Go on, my son. All right, fair dues. Go on, my son. Go wide. Go wide. See, All I, that f- stuff. I forgot go wide. Yeah. I completely forgot it. Don't worry, I'll give you a list at the end. That'd be good. That'd be so funny. You just I mean, gave you a list to practice with. I mean, I didn't I didn't really watch. I haven't watched any any of the Euromatch, really. I, I jumped in. No, didn't even watch. Listened to the first England match. Yeah. While I was uh, doing other things, um, mm. but other than that, nah, I haven't paid any attention to to anything. There's been some interesting things. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna mention something about. Um, so, for instance, I mean, what we we're talking on the Saturday. Mm. I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Yesterday, we had a really good training session with these lads, and it was really good. Like. Oh yeah, these bo- the, no, that's right. These boys are great. They are. They've literally been playing football with each other for like five, maybe five or more years, and there's a cohesion and a, and a feeling about when these guys play. They're actually very good, but they've also got a bit about them as well, and it's a joy to just watch them do what they do. So we've got a friendly match tomorrow at Bet's Hangar, um, and it's a real good thing. And everyone's on board, and it's it's fantastic. But to come from that training session and then go straight into England versus Scotland, thinking, oh, what a wonderful time to be alive in football. I watched that crock of shite. 
So yeah, I'm assuming. Well, we I know the score. I know we didn't lose. Yeah, it's nil nil, right? Yeah. So it, I, I, I am I right in thinking nil nil is basically that equates to the most boring game possible. They don't always have to be boring if they're nil nil. If there's lots of chances, if it's like there's something on the line, which kind of was yesterday, wanting to guarantee qualification but couldn't. Um, the other teams had drawn, which meant that if we'd won, we'd have qualified. But it was just, it was just frustrating. I found it boring. I don't want to be bored watching my nation try and do the best it possibly can. You know, do all that sort of stuff. It was just pissing me off. But anyway, fuck that. Um, no, gr- <laughs> no, no Grealish, no party. That's all I'm going to say. No Grealish, no party. I understand that. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know what you mean, but yeah, that's 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 that player that you said. Uh, is young, bit of a dickhead, but very good. Yes. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. I remember things. There you go, see. Just remember, no Grealish, no party. And that's simple as that. And he didn't bring him on to the 60th minute. By that time, it was too late, and he didn't change his formation or tactics. Gareth Southgate, this is. Um, so, therefore, it was just like-for-like replacements, which is why nothing really happened. Um, I'm still going to point out my comment on Facebook to you of my starting 11 probably would have done better than the starting uh, 11 from honestly, yesterday's match. I swear match. to God, I, the moment the England game finished, I thought about your starting <laughs> 11 and just went, they could have done something. Heskey would have fucking got it in the back of the net. I would have stopped it. Uh, I would have stopped a couple of goal line clearances <laughs> along with Wayne Rooney, <laughs> Fat Les, John Smith and fucking Frank. Like, I remember those guys. You did, well done. I did, yeah, yeah. And David Seaman just like being, what, pep talk? Yeah. Fuck me, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't want to like scoot over old material here, but bloody hell. I would have been up for that. And and do you know what's really funny? is like, you know, I, I sort of played the joke of the idea of, oh, I imagine everyone sort of like, you know, it's coming home and your starting 11 came out. After last night's performance, if your starting 11 comes out on Tuesday against the Czech Republic... Everyone's going to go fucking They're going to go ballistic. <laughs> oh, my God, Beckham is back. <laughs> Peter Crouch in the middle? I've thought that all along. It would be amazing. It see? would be. Oh, my God, I can't believe we got Fat Les. Oh, sign him up. Not Finn Les, he was shit. Yeah, he was. Didn't make the, didn't make the cut. Yeah. I, that's how it goes. Look, I mean, let's be honest, right? I'm just going to admit, because I don't give a fuck, right? But... Um, we haven't really sort of planned much for today, really, have we? No, this is this is quite a relaxed chat. I've had a glass of wine. You've, like, pissed off winemakers with your fucking combo, whatever yeah. that shit is. Do you want to explain what you're drinking? No. Go on, please. <laughs> Do it. I don't care. Do it. It's wine and Coke. It's wine and Coke. Wine and Coke. Wine and Coke. Sugar-free Coke. Sugar- <laughs> <laughs> Brownie points? It makes I mean, the difference. Does it really? No. No, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. Now, that kind of combination makes me think that you've pissed off the Coke lovers because you're like, why are you putting wine in it? Uh-huh. And we know people who love wine. Fucking love bloody yes. wine. Yeah. They love wine. Oh, the, the notes, the tones, the floral notes. Oh, it tastes like arse. It tastes like, mm, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know. I mean, I'll tell you this, right? Tastes I, like arse. Right, I'll tell you why I said that because I remember when it was my granddad's 65th or 70th, I think it was. We went to, um, we had a special birthday in, uh, what's the, you know the uh, crossroad traffic lights near Margate football pitch and there's a little wedding place you can have on the left as you're leaving Westwood Cross. You know that horrible road? No. This this is shit for radio, if you, radio fucking (laughs) podcasting. I'm not pissed. Right. But you know there's, okay, so you know when you leave Westwood Cross and you go through that new Legoland suburb that's right next to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking Fisher-Price mansions, right? Yep. And you know you got that bumpy ass road, and it yeah. leads all the way to that cross. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what it's called? That's Coffin Corner. 
coughing. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so th- there's like a, that um, that wedding reception area stuff. So we had a birthday there, and I remember I silenced everyone because we were on a massive table. I swear, it was like 30, 40 people on this table. Granddad sat in the middle. I'm sat with my dad, and uh, I, there's like half of them I don't know. But I remember it was really quiet, and we're all eating our meal. And my dad comes up to me and just goes, yeah, have a taste of that. So it's a little bit of wine. He said, What's, what notes can you get? And I said, I genuinely said, I said, uh, truffles. Waffles and snatch, <laughs> and I and I said I said it so loud, my mum freaked out and she was just like just like like that like yeah you know, and everyone was like sort of looking a couple of sniggers my dad was pissing himself laughing and my granddad looked at me as if to go my ears don't work anymore but he looks happy <laughs> <laughs> so that's why how, how old how old were you uh, I'd like to think I was probably seventeen oh, okay. maybe sixteen. Something like that. So I don't know why I imagine this was you being like f- six or seven. So just the idea of a six or seven year old yeah. saying truffles, waffles, and snatch, <laughs> or or being like given a glass of wine, Graham, at oh. six. Oh. Yeah, that will shut him up. Yeah, but you, you you know with with kids you do kind of go, oh, go on, sniff this, have yeah. a have a little taste. Who needs Ritalin when you've got yeah. fucking wine? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I was, I was about seventeen, I think. So that's why I said that, but. You know, wine lovers love fucking wine, and you've put... They do love fucking wine. They love wine. Like, seriously. Like, you know, if they can taste someone's, like, some Frenchman's dirty feet on it, they're like, oh, this this is some organic, beautiful stuff. This was... This recipe was taught to me by by some very, very, very good friends. Okay. And we... uh, Basically, every time we meet up with them, that this is pretty much exclusively what we drink. Okay. And it it works. I think it's a Spanish recipe. I is think. It? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a poor man's sangria. Yeah. I think uh, really? g- genuinely, yeah, I think so. I was about to say it's a little bit like a continental snake bite. Snake bite in black. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I just I would just love oh, do you know what we should do? I'd love to get you like on a like I said, I keep mentioning like shit. Channel 4 documentaries just because I love the fact that they're all purposeful and meaningful and they're genuinely quite good but I'd love to get you to go to like a proper authentic wine tasting in like Loire Valley or something like that and you just bring (laughs) a three litre Pepsi Max (laughs) (laughs) and just see what happens this is like so I do I enjoy my wine a lot but yeah see the look you're giving me right now is no you fucking don't well yeah go on I'm well aware this is like I'm not sat here going oh yeah oh yeah get that taste it's but it's just easy fucking drinking yeah I know that's that's it yeah but but so what so what's wrong I just don't understand if you if it. you gave me a nice wine that's not it by that's the like way the one you've given me is not what I would call a nice wine yeah but some guy right hang on a minute like some guy in Argentina has been like treading on grapes for fucking ages no no he hasn't no shut up no he hasn't shut up shut up right we're gonna play this out because this has genuinely happened right some poor Argentinian <laughs> bloke in a town somewhere is just like I want to make my parents proud he just goes treads on a fucking like he's treading on grapes all day like oh my god my feet hurt you know, like, I can't even afford the medical bills to, like, sort out the bunions on my feet. My ankles are fucked. But at least I've managed to, uh, 
get this nice bottle of Trevento out. I hope it goes to someone who really appreciates it. And then that bottle goes all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, straight into Broadstairs, and some bastard just puts <laughs> fucking Pepsi Max can in you, it. Sorry, can you just, just pass me the bottle? Okay, all right. There you go. Ow, hit my knee. Let's have a nice little read here. Polar, Zonda. Right, a bright, oh, you speak Spanish. A, a bright crimson red whose plum and raspberry aromas mingle elegantly with vanilla notes from the six-month <laughs> aged in French oak barrels. So, so at what point <coughs> is this one man treading on grapes? Hang on. You just read out the journey of the wine. <laughs> I'm not crying. I've just choked. But No, I haven't read out the journey of the wine. I've read out what's in the wine. You read out the journey of the wine the that you back. made up give as me you the went bottle along. Back. Give me the bottle back. Give me the bottle back. Come on. Give me the bottle back. Okay. So lovely, lovely Malbec. The name Trevento comes from three wins. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm selling this. These winds make the Mendoza such a distinctive and successful wine-growing region. Hang on. Trevento Reserve Malbec is ideal with meats and tomato dishes. Oh, and it says Pepsi Mac as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll take that all back. So are you, are, you, are you drinking this wine the way it should be drunk? Are you giving it credit, giving it service? What are you drinking it out of? What have you decanted your wine into? Well, the receptacle is arbitrary. It's the contents I'm worried no. about. No. The receptacle is not arbitrary. Of course it is. No. No. Why is it not? So why do you think wine glasses are a glass and shaped the way that they are? So I can get the floral notes. Yeah, I get that. But, who? okay, if a winemaker was looking at us right now, who's he going to be more likely to speak to out of respect? Well, neither of us, because we are both disrespecting this wine horrendously. Yeah, but you're disrespecting it more than me, mate. Imagine if, if I'll tell you what yeah, that you're, you're flailing wildly with your accusation. <laughs> oh, Christ. Right. <laughs> I really choked hard when you were reading that, you know. <laughs> Where's that bottle? So, if anyone that didn't hear that, because I think you covered that quite well, you just let out a really bad sounding fart. I didn't. Yeah, you did. It definitely. I didn't. I promise you, I didn't. Look. My seat. Right, okay, so James's seat sounds like a fart. Yeah. Fart seat. Do you know one of the things, right? You know, I I I promise you, and I've probably said this before, but I'm gonna say it again anyway. I believe without necessarily being officially diagnosed that I did suffer from COVID last March. Oh, okay, no, but uh, that that's that's that one I can understand because you showed all the symptoms and yes. it wasn't really a you shoved the dog up your nose and you're suddenly no, allergic. No, 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 no. I, I genuinely I remember oh, you're allergic to exercise. Yes, I am. Exercise induced anaphylaxis. Even the doctors are baffled. You know that's because you made it up. I didn't make it up. It's real. Look it up. It's real. Google. I, w- I went for a run and I felt a little bit. Ooh. I ate a sausage roll when I was 15. I went to play American football on a beach and I started to look like Cyclops. What's your point, bruv? I did guarantee. You, did you have a bad um, sausage roll? Uh, oh, yeah. That's what it does. Be aware of those sausage rolls, kids. They, turn, they give you anaphylactic shocks. That's not what happened. I'm just saying it is definitely Maybe. that. Maybe you're allergic to American football. <laughs> yeah, I would be because it's shy. 
but I'm, I'm allergic to it naturally. Right, I'm going to type this in. Maybe you swallowed like a tiny little gnat or something like that, and you're allergic to that. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Exercise-induced anaphylaxis, E-I-A. It's in the game. Um, Exercise-induced anaphylaxis is a rare disorder in which anaphylaxis occurs after physical activity. Symptoms may include um, puritis, hives, flushing, wheezing, and GI involvement, including nausea, abdominal cramping, and our favourite, diarrhoea. Did you shit yourself? I never shat myself. And that's so not I a symptom. D- I mean. Okay, until you do that, I don't believe you've got it. Oh, really? I want you to go for a run and shit yourself, and then then I'll believe it. Mate, most people run and shit themselves <laughs> and don't have any exercise. <laughs> and juice. You know, what's her name? Was it Paula Radcliffe? Yeah. She didn't have exercise and juice anaphylaxis. She didn't shit herself. She, she did. She, she, no, she squatted. She squatted. And, she shat. And, yeah, she shat, but didn't shit herself. Yeah. Well, I'm not dropping tweets. <laughs> That's commitment, though. Paula Radcliffe, do you know what? Has she been like... Is she Dame Paula Radcliffe? Oh, she must be. She has to be. Yeah. She shat on a road. Yeah. God bless her. For the love of her craft. I What I don't understand about that is... Why, why did they take photos of her? <laughs> do you mind? Yeah, like, like, it's just... See... I don't know, maybe I'd probably just make a shit journalist. But if I saw, in the middle of a marathon, if I saw Paula Ratcliffe shitting on the side of the road, I would go, you know what? She's probably having a moment. So I'd leave her to it. Not go, yeah, go on then. Click, 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 take some photos. Yeah, do no, you mind? Like... Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't cross my mind that taking a photo of a world-class sports person taking a shit on the side of a road during an event no. as a good idea. But clearly, I'm, I'm in the minority there. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. If I watched a marathon and someone was just shiting, I'm not going to go, oh, look at that bird in the tree. I mean, it's quite a moment. I mean, it's shock and awe <laughs> and awe because <laughs> she laid a big old turd. No, like, I'm, I'm, not being, I'm not being mean here and I don't mean disrespect, but I typed in Paula Radcliffe poo <laughs> and I swear to God, the first thing I came up, I didn't realise this was actual condition, runner's diarrhoea. There you uh, go. Uh, also known as runner's colitis and runner's trots. is a condition that often affects distance runners characterised by an urgent need for a bowel movement mid-run. I think that's just... I need a shit. Is it not? I mean, is Maybe. it is it really induced by I don't know excessive did, running? Did I tell you? I, did, I can't remember if we did this or not. I swear I've told you this story about whether we did th- this story on a, a podcast or not about my friend Toby. Uh, is he the one? That, oh my god! I need to poo. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Did I do that on the point where he, he just announced to to the room? Yeah, you said he likes making a habit of doing that in <laughs> venues. Yeah. Well, it's just like, just to completely announce it. Well, yeah, so I'm just wondering if maybe on a night out, he gets that hyped up and energetic. It's almost as if he's he's got runner's diarrhea. Yeah. And, and yeah, so he's just like, oh, my God, I need to poo. Yeah, but he's not running, is he? What? No, but the point being that it, maybe it's just over the course of a night, he is that hyped up, yeah. that energetic... I think we're just talking about pooing. There's nothing significant. <laughs> like, there's nothing like, it's not like, oh my God, you know, had you not been running, then, you know, you would have been like, you know, you wouldn't have shat. We're supposed to shit. 
I don't think anything. I didn't know if there was so, an exclusivity so, uh, to runners. So, so you're basically trying. You, do you not think this is a real thing? Do you think they just need to shit? Well, I'm just reading that description. I'm kind of going. That just sounds like you need a poo. Yeah, I mean, there's not manhunt poo, is there? Because <laughs> manhunt poo is a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. I is, it, you. Is, is this because you once played a game of Manhunt? And yeah. <laughs> no, every time <laughs> I used to play Manhunt, I'd find a really great spot. And for some reason, my bowels would go, now's the time. <laughs> every single time. I swear down, right? I'm not joking. This is disgusting. I'm sorry if this like makes me look bad, but I once played Manhunt in like King George the Fifth Park, right? <laughs> and I found the perfect spot. So we'd sort of get in the middle of the park and we'd go, right, okay, count to 100 and we'd find a spot in like somewhere in the woods. I found the perfect fucking spot and I've sat there squatting. Just I could almost see the predator just trying to seek me out. Like, ooh, you know, I've aced this and manhunted straight away. I was just like, I've got to go. And I, I swear I went about an hour before. So I just dropped trowel and just like laid out. I swear to God, it was like, this the beigeest cable you've ever seen in your <laughs> life, right? And I and I just I just left it on on a nice little you know patch, but I stopped the manhunt because I went. This is so magnificent. I need to stop the game and go, guys, guys, cool it off. And I, I had to, but I had to because they went in the other direction. I had to run after them, and you know I managed to wipe and whatever. But that's fine. Don't worry about that bit. But I swear to God, this is absolutely true. I ran to the other side of the park where my mates were looking for me. And I went, guys, cut the game. Cut the game. He's like, oh, I found you. He's like, no, nah, fuck your game, right? No, I've got something to say. Right, like, stop. And I went, come over here. Just check out what I've done. And I went to show them my poo, right? And when I showed them my poo, right, I couldn't find it. <laughs> it was missing. <laughs> it was missing. And to this day, I don't know where it is. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't it crazy? So, so I told my mum that, and she had that little look at me, like, oh, my God, my boy, I'm so proud of him. But she also just went, oh, maybe like a fox ate it. And I was like, well, he must have found it pretty tasty, because I only left it for five minutes. Maybe no one's listening maybe, to this. Maybe a fox ate it. Yeah. Well, what do you expect? I couldn't find it. Sorry, I'm just... There's so many layers to that story. Mm -hmm. But, so, first of all, in the middle of King George... The, the sixth, fifth, whatever part. Yeah, I would have been 11 or 12, yeah. by the way. No, no, that's fine. I'm not playing Manhunt now. <laughs> Just letting you know. Go on. Although we could. Fuck, that would be amazing. Yeah. Get a group of adults to play Manhunt. Anyway. Um, so you, at that age, went, oh, God, I need to poo. No, I, I tell you, I, it wasn't like I was going, I've picked the perfect place I could... Just no, no, be no, here forever. no, like, no. It this just is, happened. This, this is why I mean. You were just like, oh God, I really need to shit. Yeah. So there's something about waiting or so, just like. So you just went. I just went. What else was I supposed to do? Go. I'll probably hold it. I can run home. I would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was that into the game. I found the perfect spot. I just told you. If yeah. it was a crap spot, I'd be like, yeah, bun this. I'm not doing this. But actually, I was like, this is so perfect. I was so, like, so, sorry. Because they could steal my idea about where I came from. Yeah. Anyway, next up. Yeah. You, you drop a log. Yeah. Cable. <laughs> cable, whatever. Yeah. What, why is that important? And Gives you an idea of the length. Uh, <laughs> but and it's like. Not the girth. Um, but elasticity. Okay. And anyway, so you you you've done done your stuff. You're all sorted, yeah. And you're you're crouching there next to it, 
And you're like, you know what? Because you can't... You I don't, can't I'm not crap. No, like, like, no, here's can, my little brother. No, right? you know, but you can't have been doing it and gone, I'm going to fucking show everyone this shit. You had to have had some time there where it was just you. It was golden. <laughs> you are staring at this thing you've made, deciding whether you're going to lose the game, mm. which you've just said, I'm not losing this game. Yeah. Or whether you're going to sit there next to your own shit. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, it was magnificent. It was so awe-inspiring, I cancelled the game. I don't <laughs> think you understand this. Like, I cancelled the game and my best hiding spot to go, have a look at this. <laughs> it's magnificent. And can I just say as well, I think in... I, this is illage idiots. I don't think this is real science, but you know when they say, like, you know, deoxygenated blood is just dark, and it only yeah. when it reacts with the oxygen, it's red. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it gets bright red. Uh, right. Is that right? It, okay, yeah. I had a theory that, like, if it touches air, it goes beige, which is why if it goes <laughs> into the toilet, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a dark mess. Like, <laughs> is that is that a scientific thing? No! Is it not? <laughs> why is it beige? I don't know. I thought it touched oxygen, and then that's like, oh, Yeah, but look. Chameleon. <laughs> like it just changes with the atmosphere. I think maybe you should have looked at your diet back then for the the color of your poo. I don't. I don't know. At the age of twelve, still. I'm. I'm. I'm not giving poo. a fuck at twelve. Beige poo. They happen to be beige. Okay. Anyway, I think this would be a nice, nice time to take a breather, fill up on your wine. I don't think I need to fill up on any more <laughs> wine. And I've had a glass and I'm we'll, good. We'll go to a sponsor. Yeah. And then come back. Sound good? Is it Dynarod? <laughs> How fitting. We're supposed to have a sponsorship here, but we don't. Because James didn't do one. The prick. Anyway, welcome back. Carry on. <laughs> I stood on a duck. That's no, mad. no. You no, just mad no, and that. no. You just farted. <laughs> you just, <laughs> no, you just farted into your mic, and now you're talking into it. Wait, yeah, wait, I've wait. Hang on, hang about, hang about. No. Anyway, that was so. That was uh, lovely. So I've got a bit of chip stuck in my teeth. Like, mm. Can't get it. Out. Yeah, Graham took a break so that you can go and eat some chips. I didn't see any curry sauce though, mate. You were like apparently. They were all out of curry sauce and gravy. Oh, really? Which just screams of a shit fish and chip shop, doesn't it? Oh, it, it yeah, it does really. Or the you know the symptom of summer is that you're never going to get curry on your chips when you order them. Nah, summer, summer, summer time. Curry sauce and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I um, I'm I'm going to talk about football again. Okay. For a very short while here. But someone who doesn't like football, you have like indulged a little bit. Because football. because I like I know how passionate you are about it. And mm. uh, you you are. You are. You I call, am, but it's definitely you called waned. yourself Mr. Football last week. I did that for the sake of the combo. I, oh, I'm yeah, losing. sure you did. Yeah. I am no, actually losing no, no. a little bit of interest in it. Yeah. You should see his Twitter handle. Mr. Mullins. No, Mr. Football the Mullins man or Mr. F Mullins. Mr. The football football <laughs> the Mullins <laughs> man. <laughs> Surely, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Football, the Mullins man. I know so much about football. I know it more than I my own surname. The Mullins man. Yeah. Anyway, 
I I play football all day. Oh, I can play. What can you play? I do keep your bees. Oi. Um. So, like I said, I listened to the first England match. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was it was literally just like I had the the BBC coverage of it on my phone playing, and it got to half time. And you half- said that like an American. Then I'm not happy with that. What half time? Half time. Half time. Half time. Half time. No, you half time. Oh, okay. It's the it's the affliction. It's oh, it's I'm half sorry. time. Okay. It's not half time. I mean, I'll I'll definitely go back and <laughs> go on. <laughs> sorry, James is farting a lot right now. Um, so I'll I'll go fucking when, mess. When, I, when, <laughs> when I'm when I'm editing this, I'll go back and double check it. But I might just turn a, make a remix of halftime, halftime, halftime. Anyway, yeah. So it got it to it got to half time. That's better. And and I I don't know what I expected. I expected there to be lots of replays of all the really important parts that didn't happen. Um, what I didn't expect was, are, uh, am I correct in saying that you know the ex footballers that they get to come on and they sit what, there. That's th- yeah. So it is yeah. pundits. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get that wrong and start calling them uh, names that they don't deserve. Yeah. Um, Veterans. <laughs> now, I really enjoyed listening to the pundits mm-hmm. explain what what went wrong and what went right in the first half. Yeah. And I I actually wrote down two of them that made me stop what I was doing and either laugh. Or give a very fucking quizzical look towards my phone. Okay. Because they screamed of fucking obvious. Like, how are these people getting paid to say this? So yeah. the first one, there was there was Frank Lampard was on there. Yeah. Oh fat Frank. God bless him. Genuine quote. He's a defender that likes to defend the box. What the fuck else is the <laughs> defender supposed to fucking do? I'm I'm glad the guy that's getting paid a lot of money to do this likes doing his job. Yeah. What the fuck? What? Why? Yeah, I get that. I'm pretty sure there's probably more content than what you said, but yeah, that is a pretty silly one. But they, then they were they were talking about the fact that the defender did a good job. Yeah. He defended the box, and Frank Lampard's input. Is yeah, he's a defender that likes to defend the box. Again, that's kind of fucking obvious, isn't okay, it? Okay, I'm not being on the defense of Frank Lampard here, but have you ever used sentences like "it is what it is"? No, I fucking hate them. So Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. It is what it is, or it's the way it goes. No, but it's the fact that he says this, and the reaction from everyone else in the room is as though he has just been so profound. They're like, mm, yes. There are mm. a few, but then there are a few classic sort of football phrases that, you know, I said like about going down, you know, go wide or yeah, um, yeah. go on my son. Another one is, it's a game of two halves. Well fucking done. Yeah. But at least that's got, that's got layers to the meaning because you, your pitch is split into two halves. The game itself is split into two playable halves. Yeah. There's more than, there's more to that. A fucking defender... Likes defending. He's representing his country. Yeah. He should be fucking happy no matter what. Yeah. Oh, God, you're fucking out for it. No, but yeah, because that side of things, why the fuck is Frank Lampard getting paid 
to sit there and state the obvious. And, th- th- and, and people seem to think that there is some deeper meaning to what he said. There's not. Have you ever listened to Talk Sport? No. Please. <laughs> Should <I'm>, I? Oh, <laughs> please. Please do. I'll tell you what, for next week, just, just you can get Talk Sport on your radio, right? Probably, yeah. Mm. Right. I want you to just a little bit of homework. Right? Don't worry. Not that you're already busy anyway. I'm just saying, if you want a little bit of homework, go and listen to Talk Sport, and I want your feedback from it. Okay. Do, do Even if it means half an hour. Do you want to hear the next one? Yes, go ahead. Mr. This one comes from Mr. Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, okay. They just need a chance to score, and then they should. Again, that that is the aim of the game. Mm. Like... Uh, that one resonated with me because you know you know when you know when they interview people after the match, yeah. and a lot of the time they'll be like they'll talk to I don't know the manager or something like that, and they go, "What went wrong?" Well, we we should have we should have taken the opportunities that we had, yeah, and got the ball in the goal, but we didn't do that this time. See. So and then then like so next time, how are you going to change it up? Well, next time we're gonna. We're going to try and get the ball in in the goal. That's what he's just said there. Yeah, I know, I know. But can I can I just say something that's just going to be a little bit flip here? Football needs a little bit of diviness. It does. We're not we're not trying to crack the enigma code here. We're not trying to like you know be you know scientifically in tune to why football is what it is. Sometimes it is just an opportunity. For the divvies to have a little okay, bit of a bloody... That's, that's fine. Yeah. But, and this is probably <laughs> the problem that you and Alex were touching upon in terms of there's there's a big money issue yeah. within football. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why the fuck are these people getting paid that amount of money to be divvy? Because they talk to the dopies who also <laughs> identify with it. Fuck it. No, but all, all I'm saying is you that's could... Fine. Uh, fucking get me on there. I'll do it for a pound. I'll go up there but and I think explain you're, you're exactly what needs to what exactly what they're saying. I'll say it just like that. Okay. And I'll do that for a fucking pound. No, no, I agree. I agree. I just think also in some ways though, you're looking at it from a point of trying to be educated from football because you're not into it. Do you know what I mean? Because you assume that position by going, Well, I'm gonna listen to what the pundits are because they should be able to inform me as a non football fan what I can observe or why this is good or why this is bad. No. Okay, because because <laughs> sorry, if this were say if this were a musical thing. Yeah. And there was a performance and it went wrong because the drummer couldn't fucking stay in time. Yeah. And if they go, oh, what went wrong? The drummer didn't stay. Could you think of the musical equivalent of those two sentences? Like if they just reviewed a gig? He's a defender that likes to defend the bot. He's a bass player that likes the bass. (laughs) Okay. Also, right, you know. He's the drummer who's got the rhythm. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it is isn't it like, that's yeah, what it is yeah, yeah. which is kind of like well I fucking hope so he's a tuba player who's got no friends they just need a chance to score and they should he just needs a chance to actually go on stage and perform and he should but apparently something's holding him back no just fucking walk on the stage and perform yeah done okay fucking dicks see I just let something like that fly over my head and I am aware it's fucking stupid I get it I totally get it it, it just it's I think I just get annoyed that these people are getting paid a lot to do it. Ah, that's, that's now here's, what here's me the up. trappings of football, though, because this is why so many people hate fucking football players for the amount of money they get, but they're no, actually part th- of it. See, but no, there's a difference there. Like, I can't do 
99% of the shit that the football players on the England team can do. Like, I would never sit there and go, you know, I can go out on pitch and do better than them. Now, I know there's a bunch of fat guys out there that definitely think they can, that sit there screaming at the TV every week, but I'm not one of them. I don't. I do think they have. They have to have skill to be able to yeah. go out there and do what they do. Yeah. I don't think pundits need skill to sit there and point out the obvious. I I, th- I think there's a there's a genuine acknowledgement of like how good a pundit job is. Of course, you just sit there, and if you're into football, you know football. You just you're chatting with your mates. That's that's the beauty of it. I, I think it's just I don't know. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I agree. I'm not I'm not against what you're saying, but I love the fact you sat there just sort of irked. Yeah, because it's just oh, fucking. I dickheads. want you in a pub, mate. I want a fucking documentary where you just walk into a pub, like, you just no, because it, it be, what it are they talking yeah, about? It would, it would it would all be wrong because during the actual match, everyone would be fucking screaming and shouting at the screen. Yeah, and I'll be sat there going, oh, something happened, and then as soon as it gets to they're sat there with the pundits, I'm like, well, he's a cunt. Ah, oh, fuck it, no. What a twat. Can't even say the right fucking words. Yeah. Yeah, but by that time, everyone's just gone to go and get their pint from <laughs> right. the pub. I will so be you're on just my alone own. just sitting yeah. there going like, what are these guys doing being paid to say this shit? Like, you know, like... Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it would be. No, no, I, I, I hear that. I hear that. Um, but, yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's, it's Frank and Rio Ferdinand, like, brilliant players, but they were never... I don't think they were ever obliged to be... Pundits, but they, they they deliver their own bit. Uh, I don't really know what do to say to it. Really. Yeah, they? they do a bit. Do they? Anyway, know. let's let's move on from football. Yeah. What else can we talk about? Because <laughs> I, I I feel like everything's about football at the moment. So yeah, we need to steer away from it a little bit. I need to steer away from it a little bit, if I'm honest. All right, so because like none of this is planned and we're like a little bit vinoed in, or I'm vinoed in, um, <laughs> I thought, oh, well, what, what, what can we talk about? Because uh, you know, we want to make sure the conversation is still fresh. So I typed in questions to ask your mate, and uh, Teen Vogue, which is like our favourite publication. <laughs> um, you know, have come up with 71 good questions to ask your best friends. Now, to be honest, we're not going to go through all 71 because, you know, we know that you're not listening for that long, let alone listening at all. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but if you are listening, I'm going to just ask you 10 of these questions. Is that cool? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that we, uh, before we start this, we made a joke about organised fun. And now we've gone so far with the conversation that we, we have to look up some organised fun activities. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just trying to subtly suggest we're getting fed up with each other. No. No, never. No. Never. That already happened a while ago. Yeah. It happened before we started the first episode. What a great (laughs) idea it was to do this. Right. It was your idea. It was my idea. All my idea. All my idea. Anyway. All right. Well, look. I'm going to ask you 10 questions, Graham, and I'm more than happy to, you know, reciprocate my answers to these questions as well. Do I have to answer them with the first thing that comes in my head or do I have to think about it? There's some that you might have to think about. Okay. There's others you might be like, oh, da-da-da, 1992. Ooh. Or whatever. Anal. You know? Yeah, right then. Well, it depends what question yeah, yeah, yeah. you're okay. asking, Okay, right, yeah. I can tell you're fueled with your answers to questions <laughs> that haven't been asked yet. <laughs> yep, I'm there. Okay, all right. So, first question. 
So the audience can get to know you. Okay. What embarrasses you the most and or what's been your most embarrassing moment? This podcast. <laughs> Shit, mate. <laughs> Are you serious? What? Otherwise, it's been absolute fucking daisies for you, has it? <laughs> I just wanted to see your face. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I, I knew something like that was going to happen, yeah. Of course. But let's be so sincere. Sorry, insincere. So what embarrasses me the most? Yes. Or if there's an embarrassing moment, I'll take that as well. Uh, about j- my childhood. My childhood. Te- teenage years. Right. You know, you know, people look back on like their being at school, mm-hmm. especially like secondary school, as being their best, their best time. You know, they keep their friends from that time and all that lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's not me. No. Not in a million years. Is there any like specific example that you could possibly give that just go, oh, bloody hell. Like, what was I thinking? Well, you know, I'm a bit of a nerdy twat now. Yeah. Yeah, that times a million. Like, way, way worse. What is there like a specific subject to your nerdiness? No, I'm just... Pokemon cards? No, no, no. uh, Just just an all-round nerd. Okay. But I didn't own that like I do now. Like, so, kind of now, if someone goes, you're a nerd, I'm like, "Eh, yeah. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Fucking love Star Wars. But we're getting to an age where it's like that shit don't matter. Like yeah, for a fragile young ego, that's, that's the thing. fucking yeah. horrible. No, so so I think I just yeah, okay. just 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 my um, sort of teenage years. I I was just a nerdy, greasy little shit, and um, yeah, and didn't don't, I don't I didn't like myself then. So sounds yeah. like you don't like yourself now. Bloody I, well, hell. yeah, I got worse. Jesus Christ, <laughs> more narcissistic. Right. I have one. If you want to hear it. Oh, yeah, yes, please. Okay, so... Wait, it wasn't shitting in a bush, was it? No, that's a proud moment. <laughs> I told you it was gold. I told you it was literally gold. So, when I was... I'm pretty sure this was when I was in university, so I used to, I used to go to Middlesex University, and um, there was a period in the second year where I would have to travel back home because I couldn't get a job in London for some reason, so I actually used to come back on weekends to work in B&Q. Fuck. Yes, madness. Because I missed out on like fucking, you know, Thirsty Fridays or what the fuck. It should be Thirsty Thursdays, but like where drinks would be a fucked pound at the student. Oh, yeah, fucked up yeah, Fridays. Yeah. Where like drinks would be a pound at the student union on Friday. And it's like, fucking hell. Like, and then everyone's like enjoying themselves. Like, yeah, no, I've got to get back to fucking Thanet because I've got to fucking work tomorrow. Yeah. Like, genuine trials and tribulations. Like, yeah, I wanted to go and I eventually did get a job in the third year. Anyway. So whilst I was working, and uh, so I've actually managed to pinpoint the time as well. So this would have been 2006, 2007. Okay. So I used to make a habit of going to the Reading Festival every year. And I'd been for 10 years straight from 2001 to 2011. Either it would be a day or I'd go for the whole weekend. Okay. So when you're like sort of young and in your 20s, you really don't know who you are. You are a mixture of whatever the culture is. So... I remember being heavily into dubstep, but I used to be like really into Top Man, but I was a metal kid and... Lost Profits, you were all over that. <laughs> <laughs> Until the big reveal, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. So it's like, you know, it, it was just, I just didn't know what it was. You, you just, you just, you're still finding your personality, aren't you? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So there used to be a B&Q like monthly magazine and they used to have like in the back... And you'd have you'd have this with any sort of retailer where they'd have like you know a Morrison's newsletter or you know whatever they just have in the staff room, and in the back they would have like you know colleagues who've done this or done that, and then they would have their like photo and you know here's Jeff from Carlisle he's just gone and 
you know, taken part in a food bank or whatever. And then they wear the uniform and say, like, oh, I've got my bit in the back of the, the newsletter. Just a heads up, the uh, B&Q in Carlisle is a delight. I've been there quite a few times. Oh, you have? I yes. didn't even know there was a B&Q in Carlisle, yeah, but yeah. that's yeah. just a little example. But fair enough. So I thought in my head, considering that, you know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, I thought I'd go to Reading Festival one day and my outfit would be the B&Q uniform. <laughs> because... In my head where I thought, oh, it'd be kind of weird and quirky and cool. I'd be like, oh, this guy's got like some, like something interesting about him. You know, when you're just trying to, you're just trying to like, you're lost. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, wouldn't it be quirky if I just turned up in my B&Q uniform and just like, you know, got down to the rock <laughs> festival. <laughs> and I swear to God, I got there. I had 11 comments from random people going, where's the paint, mate? Like that, like that. And I was like, fuck off. And the most embarrassing bit was Rage Against the Machine were headlining that night. And this was like the first time they'd like reformed and yeah, did a gig yeah. in fucking 12 or 15 years or however long it was. And it was so packed. And I remember they came on, they came on to Guantanamo Bay sort of outfits, like orange boiler suits yeah. with like black kind of fucking, you know, almost hoods over their heads. Yep. And there was like this air raid siren going off and it was like, oh my God, it's all building up. And this and, and this is the most crammed I've ever seen Reading Festival ever because it was so anticipated. Yep. I had to get out because it was so crushing. So there was nothing worse than I got crowd surfed to the back <laughs> in my B&Q outfit, apron and all. There is nothing more embarrassing than that, I can assure you. Because there were people still going, hey, where's the paint, mate? And I'm like, fuck off. Like, as you off. just go floating Yeah, by. as I go back. And I just had this real sort of sombre moment in my own tent, sort of like with a beer and a tear or two going, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> That's fantastic, though. I'll, I'll put that up there. Definitely. I'm pretty sure there's more embarrassing moments anyway. <laughs> but anyway I just thought I'd share that. Um, yeah, that was good. That's, okay. that's definitely better. I think my, like you, you've you owned your embarrassing moment. I just avoid mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense, but yeah, I'm yeah. willing I'm willing to admit that, though, because I feel like I'm a more well-rounded human being now, kind of. Yeah, no, that makes sense. All right, question number two. Okay. Who do you look up to the most? Mm -hmm. And what qualities do you love about that person? Oh. This is a... Deep question. Who do I look up to the most? You can be sincere. You can not be sincere. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> okay. Well, for a long time now, I've been meaning to tell you. It's not you. Okay, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I generally... Oh, I know. I know exactly who I need to say. Yeah. I know exactly who I need to say. As my eyes widen. Yeah. Because... Because I know you'll love it. Go on. So, from a musical perspective... <laughs> yeah. It's got to be Hans Zimmer. What do you love about him, Graham? <laughs> I love his music. You love his music? What I do you do. love about his music? Um, I like how how much he, he thinks about the music that he is creating and how much he cares about the music he's creating for whatever project he's I just let on. drummers play and then suddenly I have the uh, Man of Steel. No. <laughs> no. Not even a little I bit. thought 10 drummers was okay, but I thought, hey, why not get 70? It just makes a more well-rounded sound. Now, do you know why... 
<laughs> he used a large group of drummers. This is why you love no, do you know? Yeah. That no, is it. Because I can take the piss and you go, I think you'll follow Well, no, because it's well thought out. Do you know why yeah. he did it? What, what What's the point in getting 12 drummers into a room? Mm-hmm. What was the point? Do you know? Other than him going, look how big my knob is. If you got 12 collective sounds of different drummers, you could create a very unique drum sound. The key to it was he got 12 drummers from very different genre backgrounds. Yeah. One of them, Danny Carey, by the way, from Tool, who's mm. respect. And well. yeah, and uh, you, fine, you mix that with, with Sheila E, getting yeah. those two together in a room mm-hmm. and drumming. You're going to get these really weird sounds. And the whole idea that he based it on, which, by the way, Zack Snyder missed the fucking mark with this. Yeah. Hans Zimmer went down the idea of of Superman being universal, mm-hmm. being this beacon of hope for the entire world, not just America. Mm-hmm. So he went right. Let's get musicians from all all walks of life to come in and and work on it. That's why he did it. So yeah, okay. Come on, be a snotty dick about that. Nah, nah. You 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 got the snottiness. Though. That was fine. I did. I did. Yeah, you absolutely perfect. Did that. What about you? Who do you, who do you look up to? Um, Whose rim would you like to inspect? Whose rim would I like to inspect? Um, I mean, Trevor McDonald, decent broadcaster. He's had a great history. My kind of guy. Yeah. He's got a bit about him as well. Okay. I mean, him and Jon Snow in a pub is like pretty decent. That would be quite cool. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Do you imagine that? I'd love, I'd love to get pissed with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I admire their work, and I love the fact that they, they have an identity within their industry, yeah. and that they're very respected. But I reckon when they they're pissed, they're fucking fun. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Follow up question to this one. Let's so get some more sambuca. Three, three famous people. Which three would it be for you to go uh, go to the pub? And, uh, okay. and drink with them. You don't have to get absolutely wasted, but it'd be fucking funny if you did. But w- w- what would your three celebrities be? Peter O'Toole. Yep. Are we talking living and dead? Uh, yeah, any anyone. Peter anyone. O'Toole. Okay. I mean, he's like 100%. You were always going to have a laugh with him because if there's anyone who could drink, it was definitely Peter O'Toole. Also, his first and last name are slang for penis. Yeah. I probably wouldn't mention that until like maybe a little bit later when he's just too... Yeah, yeah. Too cacked. That's fine. Um, I would probably say Jeremy Corbyn because I just reckon that he he just, I just think he'd just be a different kind of drunk. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. From what we know Jeremy Corbyn to be, if he has like 10 pints, I reckon you'll just hear some like, just some such nonsense It'll be quite fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and this okay. is not about him and his politics. It's just no, about getting an just, old man drunk. Just, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Just like, what are you going to say, <laughs> mate? Like, you know. No, no, that's, that's fair enough. That's yeah. exactly it. Um, really weird. So Peter O'Toole, Jeremy Corbyn, and maybe... Um, I'd probably say... I have no idea. I, no, I, I have no idea. Oh, maybe... Um, No, because all the people I want to get drunk with are nine times out of ten really problematic in their drunken state. Mm, that that just says a lot about you more than anything, so okay. that's fine. All right, Marky Smith, because I'll have a story to tell about Marky Smith. Okay, um, fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, you got you've got reasons there. I've that's got reasons. 
I've got reasons. Okay, I've got a third one for you here. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, what would be your perfect day? Now it says plan it out from waking up to bedtime, but uh-huh. you can just describe your perfect day to me. Um, I definitely won't be doing this. Perfect day. Uh, it's a day where I don't have to deal with anyone or anything. So That'd what would you do if you had the ability to not see anyone and you were in control of your own time, space and everything? Okay. Uh, I'd wake up slowly. <laughs> How slowly? <laughs> well, not be like, ah! waking yeah. up like that. No, I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the weird thing is I have recently woken up very suddenly quite a few times mm-hmm. because at the moment <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me I can just imagine it's like <laughs> just just like, oh, I'm yeah, up. Yeah, yeah no it's a bit like because recently um, obviously when with, with the with the dog we're training the dog and the cats to basically not eat each other okay um, so at night the cats actually sleep in uh, in uh, mine and Danny's room mm-hmm. I guess it's about four half four Okay. The cats realise they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Now, this, this says a lot. Fuck, they're hungry. <laughs> no, this says a lot. They know not to go near Danny in the morning. She is a fucking force to be reckoned with in the morning. Okay. So they know they need to come to me. Mm-hmm. But it's gone from that nice, polite kind of... You know when cats rub, rub their heads against yours and purr and maybe let out a soft meow to let you know that they're hungry and they... they want your attention it's now gone to a claw in the face <laughs> okay without any warning right so i wake up to a cat just going like in my face yeah um so yeah i could imagine you sort of like starting your own 90s sitcom of your own world with that <laughs> cat claws your face <laughs> but i'm up his name is graham and his life is not too great <laughs> <laughs> Graham's world. Like, you know, like something like that. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yes, yeah, so it, it would be a nice, gentle wake up. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably go go for a nice walk yeah. and see the sunrise. That'd be nice. Fucking hell, mate. That'd be nice. And then, um, He's a rock and roll then star. I'll read the newspaper that has magically appeared and it says, most people in the world aren't here anymore. You don't have to deal with them. And I'm like, nice. Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. Then I'll play some PlayStation, have some nice food. Yeah. A nice relaxed day. That'll be nice. Yeah. When you're not meeting anyone. I'm I'm pretty much similar, if I'm honest. I I think my, my main beef in life is that I have to deal with people. So Yeah. So well, people want something from me. Yeah, like that's the thing. To, yeah. But not in a selfish way. It's just no. like, oh, you know, you know, w- we're in this together. It's yeah, like it's I, like right now. Yeah. Like I know you might not want to be a hundred percent doing this right now. <laughs> I don't mind it. <laughs> you don't mind it, but there's no, a, there's but there's at least a little bit of like, kind of like, yeah, well, but I mean, I don't feel like this could be time I could spend with my kids. No, she's running around outside. Okay. okay she's, yeah. she's having a great time with the dog. It's fine. Um, okay. No, but it's it's like. Sometimes it's even when you get like messages from people that are genuinely asking you, How are you doing? Yeah. 
And I will sit there and go, I just I don't have time for this right now. I don't yeah. want to answer that question. Um, and that's that's selfish. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very selfish. But anyway, yeah, a, a day where I don't have to deal with people. That would be my perfect day. Okay. I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, I've got number five. Go on. Now, this is going to be really interesting. How do you like to be comforted when you're sad or upset? Ooh. Um, most of the time, it's being told the truth, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, I know that sounds that sounds really stupid. Um, yeah, you are fucking sad, and you should fucking stay sad forever. Thank nah, you, you've helped me. No, not like that. But... I mean, if I'm upset about something, mm-hmm. I don't want someone to then sugarcoat around that. So what would you do to alleviate that emotion? Like, what would you want from someone? Just leave you alone or? No, talk talk through it. Okay. Talking stuff out is the best way for me. Yeah. Like, n- yeah, no, but like, um, say if someone has, if someone were to have an issue with me, Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I much prefer that they are very upfront and tell me that. Yeah. Than they feel it's better to not mention anything. Yeah, of course. If yeah. that makes sense. And that's that's the same for pretty much anything. So if if someone knows that I'm upset, mm. don't avoid it. Don't avoid me. Don't avoid what whatever. If you know what's upsetting me, yeah. far better to just acknowledge the fact that it's there, and then it's then I'm a lot better about it. That's fair. Do you know what mine is? Wanking. Yeah, come play with my wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> play my wee wee. There you go. I feel better now. And by the way, in just in case you think that is what you think it is, it's actually a double Nintendo console. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Uh, what's <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's uh what's your all time favorite memory? Uh, right now, this is awkward. You don't have to be. You can say whatever you want. Well, no, I can't. I have a wife and child. <laughs> okay. So so the the way this works is do I go with the day I got married or the day my daughter was born? Which one? Which one do I go cuz I'm going to disappoint Hang one on. of them. Yeah, no, no, keep talking. Keep talking. So like what what what, what do I go for? Mm. Cuz in say I don't know, 10 years time my daughter listens back to this. Because obviously by then we'll be big and famous for all our fantastic chat. Yeah. And if I chose my wedding day, my daughter will be disappointed with me and will probably just go, you know what, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, that's true. But if I say... Here's the moment. Fucking <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> you I, fucked that I, up, didn't I you? I fucked up so hard. But then on the, on the flip side of that, if I choose the day my daughter was born... Yeah. I'm probably going to get it in the neck from my wife. Okay. So for for not saying the the wedding day. Okay, so so which one do I go? Oh. Do you love your daughter more or your wife more? What is your all-time favorite memory? I don't know. One of the Actually, I'm just do you want to phone a friend. <laughs> Yes, yes, I do. Okay. I do want to phone a friend. Right, okay. And I'm going to phone the one person that can help me out here. My, here's my impression of Chris Tarrant. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hello? 
I'll never forget the day I met Slipknot. Like actually met them. Actually met them. 2003. See, you said I'll never forget the day and yet you really struggled to remember the day then. I remember the, well, I remember, okay, it's a memory. It's a more time favorite memory. I remember it when Slipknot were just about to sort of go close to breaking up in 2003 and these guys used to fucking just absolutely like, they were ballistic back in the day. Mm-hmm made kids smell dead crows in jars, make them sick. Like They were just bonkers mm. and mad. But I remember that they they did so much media press for their fucking Iowa tour that they were knackered. Like, historically, they just kept doing signings. They just pushed everything, did everything for the maggots, their fans. And I just remember... I remember three things, which is just such a beautiful memory. One, the DJ had the smallest head I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It was literally like a petit point, like right. on, on like that of like a fucking big old... You know, beef Wellington <coughs> shoulder. Okay. Uh, Jim Root, the guitarist, had the biggest hands I've ever seen in my life. Okay. He literally go, hello, like that, you know. And I remember Corey Taylor, the singer, and, and I still remember this to this day. I said, Corey, I was just like starstruck. I was like, Corey, I fucking, I fucking love you. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. That's how he responded. Yeah. But I realized that was a reflection of what he was feeling at the time because the queue for the signing whilst they were going to go and play a fucking slot at Reading Festival was so big it stretched all across the fucking site. Yeah, well that's that's what, like you could have said anything and you said the same thing that everyone else says. Yeah. You should have just gone flying low mate. Yeah. Give him something. I was a fucking how old was I? I've been about 15 at the time. They were like my favourite they were like the the biggest deal to me. I didn't have a brain when I was Couldn't in front of like, had a wank over you. Could have said that. <laughs> That's the thing. I had a wank Give over a, you, yeah. little 15-year-old kid. <laughs> they've got, they've just seen 2,000 fans before they got to me and then they got this little fucking spotty little 15-year-old going, I had a wank over you. What's he supposed to do? Oh my God, I want to take a picture with you, mate. No, but imagine if he then just went, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was going to say that anyway. Yeah. I could have said yeah, anything. That's, that's, that's how you know like, whether he's actually You're a racist. To you. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. He's not a racist. Whenever you, whenever you meet a celebrity, take your chance. Yeah. Say the thing that no one else Because he's got a say. pre-planned response anyway. Yeah. Okay. I've got... Uh, we'll, do, we'll do two or three. Yeah, two more. Let's okay. do two more. Okay. All right. What's your favourite thing you own and why? Oh, favourite thing I own. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Um, 
I'm gonna I'm going to rule out animals here. Okay. Because I would say either cats or dog. Okay. But I don't like the idea of it being like, oh, I own the animals. Um, so I'm just going to go with shit possessions, like okay. objects. So I'll probably go either uh, either one of my drum kits okay, or my entire PlayStation collection. Okay, cool. One of those two. Because, like, so drum kits, they, they serve me very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am not... I'm not one of the people that um, is obsessed with with brands and and all that lot when it comes to drum kits. I want a drum kit that serves me well, yeah, and does what I need it to do, yeah. Um, and I obviously have my favourites between that, but n- I'm not I'm not going to sit there and be, um, you know, draped naked across it every night because I love it so much. But that is the same with almost anything I own. Yeah. So I'm just not that kind of person. Um, and then PlayStation Collection, it's just been building for so many years. Yeah. Like, I've got PS1, 2, 3, and 4. I will get a PS5 when it's worth it. Um, and, like, I I love going back and revisiting some of my games. Mm. Like, I started playing Vice City. Yeah. You know, replaying right. that. Fucking banging soundtrack. Do you remember how, like, it almost felt revolutionary that you could go into buildings? Yeah. Like to go and, and buy and, C, like And yet today I forgot because when you're in the building you can see the street outside as it actually is when you walk out there. Right. I forgot there still has to be a loading screen between the two. And that's mad because like nowadays you're like, yeah, what's the big deal? But that was a fucking big that deal. Was at huge. Time. Huge that was deal really at the big. time. Yeah. Okay. No, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um I'll probably say for me it would be I mean it'd be my telecaster, hundred percent right. guitar. 100%. It's just, it's beautiful. It, it it does what it does. It's just, yeah. I'm a guitar man. What do you want me to say? Um, otherwise, it would probably be um, darts and... <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that fart came through, but I'm looking at the screen and I don't think it did. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? I'll just add it in. Okay. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, okay. BBC Sound Effects, Volume 5, yeah. you know, <laughs> Fart 4. Yeah. Why not? Boop, boop, boop. Okay. All right. Okay. Um Okay. I'm going to I think we'll leave it on this last one. Okay. All right. If money was no object, what would you buy? Does it have to be one thing or can it be many things? I'll allow many things if you have a real set idea of what you want to buy. Um I would oh Uh, oh, there's so many things. If it's if, if money's no object, and that it can be many things, it would just be it would just be shit like sort. Of, I don't know. Buy every single house in the UK just to stop fucking house prices being so high. Makes life easier for everyone. I can also have a nice house. Would you think you get repercussions from that? Maybe. Would you be willing to live with those repercussions? What, a bunch of rich people get pissy at me because I've just lowered the value of housing? Yeah, but do you think you're actually going to have that image of being the Robin Hood of housing? I don't want to be the Robin Hood. I'm just sitting there going, I'm pissed off that I can't buy a decent house. So, but I'd, I would say it would be do really shitty Do you think some people look at me. you as a bit of a mogul as opposed to what you in? They, you absolute, they absolutely can't. I don't hope that they view me as anything. Mm, okay. I'm d- just more... and. 
it's just more from my own bitterness at the situation. Mm. If if I can fix it for me, great. But if I can fix it for everyone else at the same time, mm. why would I not? Okay. That's that's and it would be the same kind of like I would go, okay, let's reform the NHS. Mm-hmm. Okay. And go free healthcare done. It, if it, that's this is why I asked if it's one thing or many things. Okay, yeah. Because when it's many things, it gives the opportunity to just fix everything. So yeah, I would fix everything. Cool. Mine's a bit more sense. selfish than that. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. went you went sort of like a you know very noble kind of person going oh you know like I'm gonna correct something while simultaneously owning property. No, I would buy every house and yeah. then, like I said, lower the house prices by selling them back to everyone at a ridiculously low rate. So I wouldn't yeah. own the property. Yeah. Everyone gets their house. Superhero. The it, no. It's a bit superhero-like. You're correcting the nature See, of no, you're tell- your you're town te- well, or Yeah, you're telling, your me, you're telling me I have to be selfish about it. I'm literally just looking at a situation that I'm not telling you to be selfish. That's that what I'm saying, though. It's like you're, you're, that's what you want to do. So you want to simultaneously... It's things that annoy me. Yeah. So I'm, I, I would actually say there's a selfish reason there because yeah. I'm just trying to fix something I dislike. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, I... I, I if I can fix it for other people, I'm just why trying to make you I? sound more selfish because mine is totally selfish. You can be as selfish as you like. There's nothing right. wrong with being selfish. No, there's nothing wrong with being selfish. Right, go on then. Okay, I would get a big old house, North Falland Estate. Mm-hmm. I'd just get a big one. I'd have a massive studio. I'd have every like instrument in there. I'd have recording gear. I would have recreational items, <laughs> and I would just make music forever. But before I do that, I would invest in that. And I would go, and I would go and try and get a degree in everything I possibly could, mm. while simultaneously travelling to certain institutions that provided those degrees. Yeah. So therefore, I'm being educated, while simultaneously partying until I die. So essentially, it's all you, you, you. Van Wilder, party <laughs> liaison. That's no, what that's, it is. That's that's a nice one. Like. When I don't want to. I don't. I don't want it to be like one of those things where it's like, oh well, I'm just going to end up being an absolute dud. I want to be edu- I want to have the ability to be educated simultaneously whilst enjoying myself. I think that's 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 to me feels like the mantra of life. Yeah. See, like if if we'd gone down the route of it being just one kind of thing that I could buy, mm-hmm. um, I would build a, a a school specifically for music. Yeah. Um. We need 70 dramas for the new Superman film. <sighs> Audition, now! That is not great. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's going, that's, you're getting dangerous there. Anyway, I'd, I'd get this big school for music out there and just try and get music back into education because it's fucking di- it's disappearing every yeah. every day. Um, so, yeah. Out of the embers, <laughs> That's great. In all my assemblies now, he appears at a random point. I've just put him in every assembly <laughs> since <laughs> since Eurovision. Yeah, just for the fun of it. I think the last one was I. So I, I put a quiz into the assemblies. Yeah, and one of the questions was which one of these artists has not written a song for a James Bond film. All right. 
And yeah, and there was just James, little, little James Newman in the corner. Jimmy Bond getting <laughs> out of the sea. <laughs> He's got tight panties and packs that'll knock out your wife. Yeah. She sit there creaming. All right, and she okay. She doesn't well, uh, like the look of your face. Okay. Omega. Do Just as good. Do you want to say goodbye? Nah. <laughs> <laughs>